weapon. Yeah. I mean, if you want to uh, detract from that somewhat, uh, Ridley Scott just wrote a male character and then they cast a woman as it. That's that's his logic for how it turned out the way it really? did. Yeah. So it wasn't intended to be a female. No, Ripley was supposed to be a man. Which is the prime example of nobody really gives a shit. Yeah, it's a great You story. write a part, a part is a good part. You put a person in there that plays the part well. It doesn't matter if they're gender. Why is it Sigourney Weaver not get the love that Meryl Streep gets? Why? Yeah, Meryl Streep could never fucking do anything. Sigourney nah. Weaver is a shitty actress. Oh. She's great in Alien, but anything else, she overacts, she comes off corny. No, Sigourney Weaver's not a good actor. But Meryl Streep's no. not full of aliens. Agreed. I, but Meryl Streep isn't a brilliant actor. I don't right? get Meryl Streep's appeal. I don't get it. She's a middle-aged woman who plays middle-aged women. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, well, that, that's fine. You know, like... But you've got to at least play that part well. Like, I don't feel she does. One of know? my one of my long-term um, movie ideas is a an old woman in a house on her own. Just because... Knitting and shit. All horror movies. <laughs> nah, well, just knitting and shouting at a all, cat. All horror movies either happen to teenagers or people um, when they're starting a family. You can't make a horror movie if there's not teenagers drinking and fornicating. No, <laughs> These are things you have to do. Can she so still be my, drinking? My logic is horror movies are always about either... Well, this is, a, this is like an established thing that people say. Is either about the fear of starting a family and parenting or the fear of um sex and and like promiscuity yeah, yeah being being so all teen horror movies are sexually motivated they're all about you know people get into sexy situations there's and inevitably get murdered yeah. Yeah. they're always my favorite ones and then there's things like titties, there's always titties in them that's why yeah. i like it yeah um i don't want to see these old women titties <laughs> I still watch the movie. Well, there is a market for that, right? You're just not that market, right? My my logic was make a horror movie about you know, more normal. sort of nah, more like being left behind, getting close to death, reconciling your own end. But the problem is, is that <laughs> the well, world's moved on with that. It's what the majority of us try to avoid, though. I feel maybe that would make it a good horror movie, yeah. but the majority of us don't want to acknowledge the fact that you potentially could end up by yourself because we we pair off to make those situations easier. Yeah, but we have to acknowledge that your partner could pass away before you yeah. do. You could be in a house by well, yourself. That could that, nearing your morale. You know, the the premise is actually. I, we um, Jesse, uh, our other friend Cullum and I discuss it in length in one of the quite early episodes. Mm. It's I think the first one that has a guest in it. Um, it's it's her husband's just died. She's finally alone in this big old house that their family's all grown up. She's just lost her husband. All of a sudden, she's alone in the world. It, I just think yeah, it's it's. Are you suggesting in, like once an, an open different... water sense when nothing really happens, but it's just kind of eerie because she's home alone? Can't, yeah, or are you talking like invasive intruders what, it, out for some wrinkled? What would it be in her mind? My, my original thing that I wrote was it's um, like dead of winter hmm. and she just keeps seeing a crowd of like sort of five to seven year old children in snow jackets and hats kids freak me the fuck out yeah. just you yeah. want to freak me out in a movie but kids in it dress like adults yeah all the victorian dress always yeah. weirds me out too i once you put anything historical into horror i don't care well it just well, to me it, it makes it easier because i find kids in horror movie or most movies in general to be quite frightening characters you dress them in like a Victorian, which seems to be a common thing. It it almost sets me back slightly, and I'm like, okay, it's not as frightening because it's the same as whenever you see pictures of ghosts. Nobody's ever wearing a double Adidas tracksuit in a ghost picture, are they? <laughs> They've always got like a top hat and a black jacket on or a dress. <laughs> but it's not even they are like, oh, look at her in a Victorian dress, and I'm like, but why does she not have a Kappa tracksuit on? I don't understand. Like, well, you know, in movies... Are show same, me like, show me the ghost photo that's come in the post-HD era. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> show me an 8K picture of a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just a normal picture of a ghost that yeah. isn't just bleeding in photography of some kind. That being said, though, after... What are they... Oh, what is it called? Uh, EDS or whatever? When you can hear somebody on a phone or something? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. That's that's that always creep me. Like, yeah. I know people go, oh, some of those can be rigged, but it's still creepy to allow. I just think it's got to be... Yeah, but it's just got to be the same as the photos to me. It's just you know, 
a cross you lines kind of thing what, yeah. or whatnot. You know, it's, yeah, I don't believe in the afterlife at all. Just no, what? I don't believe in ghosts. I believe the brain is a for the truest extent of battery, and you remove the power source from that, and everything it, is lost. It, it best, I believe that maybe you you could instill enough energy by way of feeling into a space that it could leave a mark yeah but not almost like, like a, an echo but not like you walking around oh well i guess echo is a good way to put it because they're frequently described as doing a similar thing they yeah like a skipping tape type thing yeah, yeah whatever it is yeah but where would it be stored if the body was gone it's well i've always like... been a firm believer that consciousness is an um is a is a an, an incorrect belief in the importance of the consciousness itself like you you feel like you're in control you feel like you have awareness but actually you're just an accumulation of um you know vague and sporadic things that when they do connect together it is in your best interest for your body's survival to think that you yeah. are yeah. sam harris kind of talks about that how in consciousness what we all perceive is the untruth of what we are like, yeah. yeah yeah we've all agreed this is here but it might not be here at all. Yeah. yeah. We just, it's almost like group, group disillusion almost, isn't it? Like we all agree that something is happening, so it's happening. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, the, the easiest way to do it is that old thing, which I think we've brought up before, was am I the same Logan that went to sleep last night? Yeah, yeah. And because you can change. You can wake yeah. up happy, you can wake up sad. Yeah, but, but I'm, I, mean, I mean, when I go to sleep, is that, whatever i have been just done i always think of this in a in an ai sense in that download your brain re-upload it into a cyborg would you ever notice the difference kind of thing you know like when you turn the when you turn the flesh suit tony off and you turn on the mechanical tony Tony? yeah which one is me if i have the same memories does that make me the same person could you coexist potentially you know like that's the part of consciousness that amazes me is that i think we talked about that before like if someone starts taking body parts off of you when do you stop being Tony? Yeah. When do you stop being who you like are? Like, if you're above fifty percent, does yeah. that mean you're now cyborg? Not. Yeah. Yeah. Not original Tony. Um, Love what? that Van Damme movie. <laughs> there's a. There's a. Think of Repo Men when they just start taking the parts <laughs> back. <laughs> there's a. There's a book where they um, they go back in time and they've got basically like a quantum fax machine. So the, it it takes a full scan of you. Uses whatever logic and sends you back in time and reassembles you back in time but that is a photocopy yeah. they blatantly state that the machine killed all those people once it scanned them so it makes the photocopy whilst destroying the original so it makes the photocopy and it goes poof and just annihilates you but would it, I, I so, think there'd be a large portion of people would sign up to do it yeah. if you could have that potentially pushed into the future or past I think people would sign up to be moved to a different time but you they even if that meant exi- uh extinguishing the current but if you take that step out of the machine you can just fax yourself into the past and then there is a you in the past and there's the actual you that you are now still where you were standing like the people in the past would smell really bad yeah true story yeah <laughs> although some people in the future uh, present smell pretty ripe so <laughs> <Love the truth. laughs> I don't know. The idea fascinates me, but I don't think we'll ever get there. I don't think we understand no. the human brain nearly enough to get, ever get to a point where we're transplanting that into something else. Yeah. I think we'll kill ourselves before we get to that point. We'll probably be on the precipice of doing that, mm. and then we'll be like, "Well, with global warming and yeah, whatnot, I mean the the unfortunate it, yeah. reality is that we're probably best off creating a solar-powered satellite with an artificial um, habitat on board that's and just digital, out. and then scan ourselves and live on that and. Yeah, this, send that through space as opposed to actually sending real people i think the best chance we have is almost a super cliche but almost a matrix sense where we become a battery of a shell and then we're all plugged into something and that's how we lead our lives rather than in the physical kind of thing ships coming past it. let's just all drink the kool-aid and get on it yeah is it still Kool-Aid? Or Coca-Cola anymore? I'm sure they've got a franchise. <laughs> I, um, there's a game, I don't know whether you've ever heard of it, called Outlast. No. So you're a, you're a journalist that breaks into a mental hospital that's supposed to have been shut down because you've heard that um, they're experimenting on people and the general just 
you know they're not following the rules of what a mental hospital should be treating people culture <laughs> <laughs> um turns out though the basically they've f- found they've they've started up research that was originally being conducted by the nazis and it weaves into its own history a, a justification for the holocaust <laughs> i'm interested here yeah, yeah. Uh, what they had it coming <laughs> no so they the 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 idea being that they um they discovered sort of a like i was talking about the idea of an echo the idea of actually using misery like a power source oh yeah and so the idea being if you can create enough bottled emotion in a single place you actually start to be able to sort of pull down certain dimensional okay. rules that exist in the world. Interesting. Why do we have to go that way? Why couldn't we go, let's build more super consciousness <laughs> instead of misery? How, how about we get everybody who's in a what? baseball game to like kind of focus on something positive? Bas- for Monsters, Inc., didn't it? Or screens, you yeah. know? <laughs> this, this basically just ends up letting some weird... Um, ghost monster thing through from a different dimension. It would be interesting, interesting concept to think that we could somehow um, h- harness human emotion for uh, something well, external. You know, there's a lot of suggestion that you can basically daisy chain people by getting them to all think about a certain concept at the same time, and that that has the potential to have actual physical effects. Well, look at it. If you turn off all the lights in an apartment complex, what is that? Mm. But then but somehow being able to harness that, I guess, is... Because you have group delusion, which can prove that a collection of humans can be... I don't want to use the term wired together, but you get my meaning. Like yeah. You can have a collective conscious, almost. We do. Um, Movies get made at the same time. Some of them are stolen, obviously, but mm. these concepts, I mean, even with inventions throughout time, some guys on the other side of the world... And some, doing some things. Yeah, yeah. And, and similar, it's like, how? They never met. Yeah. Well, the, there's, there's always the bizarre... It's like you how many of the greatest minds in the world right now talk about the fact that ai is going to kill us yeah. yet we constantly barrel towards it because we no longer prize intelligence unfortunately that's just the truth no, but but it, you know but, I mean? it, re- but yeah. it requires our most intelligent people to create it well it doesn't it uh, yeah, I think uh, it, conceptually it takes the intelligence, the but I feel the, the average are the ones that are pushing the technology. I don't b- believe necessarily that the program is creating no, an attempted when it, AI. When it comes to like the really, really high-level computer programming and the really, really high-level scientific stuff, those are only people who are doing it because they love it. Because they love it and they want They may be it. being harnessed by you know potentially questionable masters, but... The, there is an inherent drive to continue forwards as a cult as a global as a race but we don't we're driving towards the wall but we still want to keep going but no one is even uh, factoring in the wall which is my concern well, like the, we're just driving quick, is, yeah, yeah we're just driving quickly forward but that, that's an as, of the end game that's of. an assumption that there is a wall but got to be the idea is that I, I, well I don't think anybody is even thinking is there a wall is there not a wall what could be there if there wasn't a wall we're just driving forward quickly especially in a technological sense for a long time I took the standpoint that potentially we need to take the foot off the gas pedal for electronics mm-hmm. and then work out what we're doing but the more I think of it the more we are just we've got foot to the floor with electronics yeah. the internet etc yeah. like, why would you put AI head robots we, we have to do a backflip the, um, and I'm like, well, yeah. why does it need to do I don't know I, I watched basically the same robot today try and put a box on a desk it smashed yeah. the box it broke the desk and it tipped over on its back but this almost That's proves see, but this though. almost yeah. proves the point though said robot can do a backflip so we pushed it to a point that it can do something with its body that I would argue 80-85% of humans can't do yeah but it can't put a box on something. Proves that we're just foot to the floor, accelerating into the abyss. No thought about where yeah. we're headed or well, why we're heading there. With robots now, we don't look at, oh, that didn't quite work, so we create a new program. It's, we'll let the robot keep trying to put this box on the table until the robot works out how to do it without tipping over, without breaking the desk, without breaking the box. And the and robot teaches itself, and then robots teach other robots. But we are a species on a world in a universe potentially a reality that is defined by competition Mm. 
we have to barrel towards progress that is the only way we can exist but is it progress and this is because we yeah, but the an environment that makes us compete because in theory that now that we are established people should be and i know this isn't globally eating well and, and living and being reasonably educated yeah. we should now be in a collaborative sense Rather what? than the U.S. back in the 60s or whatever, the U.S. fighting the Russians to get to the moon or whatever it is, the, the idea that we're not collaborating now and we're allowing Italian scientists to try and figure something out where somebody in the States is also trying to figure that out, and those two teams aren't working together, it's fucking moronic. It, it really is, and the thing is, it's even scarier than that, is what are the Chinese doing? It's not like we have any kind of like... Yeah. Or the Koreans, we have no idea yeah. what these people are... Uh, yeah, they're just on their... They're just and I don't mean in a nuke sense or a violent sense no, or no, anything no. like that. Uh, but but it could have you, wonderful things we have no idea of. Yeah. yeah. The, the, but it's, it's parallel growth. You, um, if, you, if you have the entire pyramid building from a all work towards a single point, you actually will, I would think... Uh, narrow and inhibit your own development whereas if we're moving like a bunch of different things going at different rates in different places they're all inevitably stealing each other's information yeah. they're all occasionally borrowing things from each other because for a lot of the case the scientific community doesn't actually listen to what um, governments and mm. organizations tell them they're supposed to do and they actually borrow from each other quite frequently oh, yeah. Yeah. again because it comes back to financial gain you want to be the team that have done x because x comes with it yeah majority of our issue is ego i would think but it just seems crazy to me that there could be a team one end of the world working on how to get the first bricks of a pyramid laid yeah and another team that have practically got theirs built but can't work out the end of the building of the pyramid Jews. and the two of them haven't thought like well you could use our concept to finish off your pyramid kind of thing then we can all move on to something else they're yeah. selfish creatures that's just how they are yeah. well, well we we existed parallel to another race at one point and we they the died animals. out yeah. yeah we yeah. killed the neanderthals so well not before breeding with them though but, yeah. Yeah. so why can't you guys take us out why does it not have that right it's, it's not the it's well, not the but once it gets there is it an different. evolutionary advancement once we get there well why is why is ai not the next evolution of humanity yeah, like we created it yeah. we created it it kills us that's still technically can't be any worse than us it's arguably well, still an extrapolation of human race well humans have essentially ruined the planet beyond the beyond the point of no return we've killed off i wouldn't even like to hazard how many species this year let alone historically um and then but, but we criticize this potential for ai to kill off us because yeah. we're the ones that should do but the that's killing. by design well, yeah. yeah we we killed off other species because they got in our way or they weren't of any benefit to us uh well not always in our way but just in a sense of in a way of our well, progress yeah. towards something which like we've just discussed doesn't necessarily have a finite end game to it yeah. you know like if you think that the majority of species that are now extinct have been extinct because of habitat destruction yeah. not because of, of over farming or, or killing or uh you know over hunting by natural predators yeah. the majority of those are habitat destruction this is us wanting to progress whilst not wanting to do it in the best or most efficient way possible because we don't collect information we're running forward with what we have to try and beat the next man rather than thinking well if we use solar panel or hemp instead of what? trees or whatever you can be the smartest scientist in the world but if somebody smacks you in the head with a brick and takes oh. your research and sells it to somebody they're technically a more successful human being potentially this is a reason we as should far as nature is concerned should we not be removing the uh the monetary sense to those things you know like uh, people it, still compete with seashells i mean it's just people that do what they want people will want, what they mean, want you, when they want have you ever heard of like of uh, maslow's hierarchy yeah so, yeah so basically your needs as a group you have the base level stuff which is survivalism mm. if if survivalism like for us we will always eat daily yeah. we will always your needs okay. shift up the pyramid and you have different wants and needs based on but these are all based on the hierarchy that we have established at the moment as part of society there's the silly thing about humans is that we never try to challenge that the majority of us don't challenge the status quo no, we don't challenge the fact that we have a two-horse political race just to, for the easiest we're example not, you know we don't really. we don't challenge that process we just yeah. bitch about it or or try and get part of that process well, you we're know? not designed to 
We were not designed we, to. But we weren't also weren't designed to create computers that can do calculations in the blink of an eye, but we managed to do that. The idea that yeah. we limit ourselves but by saying, well, this is how it is or how it has been done. The, is, the fundamental hardware that runs a human being has not really changed since that point where it is just, I bash you with stick, you have what I You're want. You're right, but we also no longer club women and drag them back to our cave. You know, like we no, have... We have I mean, true. there's, there's, there's true. They, there's yeah. some But if you... Because we don't club them, we grab them by the pussy now. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the good thing about AI. It'll never beat off into a potty plant. <laughs> well, to... Mick's sobbing confession. To be, <laughs> no, to be fair, if you want to teach something to progress, best way to do it is to make it compete, give it a yeah. finite lifespan, and teach it that there's value to continuing its own line. I just think we're we're so willing to fight each other for things rather than collaborate for things. That's I guess the crook. And yeah, and you're right, and, and definitely not wrong in thinking that the Russians fighting the Yanks made us get to the moon kind yeah. of thing. Competition with our, yeah, it, and and it does. There's no getting away from that. But in the same hand, we haven't really given cooperation equal time. Yeah. But there are very few situations where we've all worked from, together and then created this wonderful thing because none of us really. But came to but do from it. cell one, like from from single celled organisms, our our petri dish is based on competition. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. If, yeah. if from the get go, the yeah, sperm yeah. gets there first. Yeah, and yeah. millions of them. It's like but in the one. in the same hand, though, we are no you longer. Are one I know, isn't it weird? <laughs> so I've, I've written essays before about um, is is the horrific nature of modern capitalism an extension of survival of the fittest. And well, well, talk that too. Growing up as a kid, everybody yeah, takes care of you as a baby. Yeah, yeah. Here, you get this, you get that, you yeah. get what you want. And then at a certain age, you go, no, no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Find it yourself. Yeah, well, and then you look at things like a baby's um, general appearance is specifically designed to elicit um, support from those around it. Okay. They literally give off things that are drug-like to adults so that you basically want to hold them and sniff them constantly. You need to carry a baby through the office to find out how people react. I don't even want to hold them most of the time. I'm like, yeah, baby. Yeah, that's somebody's thing. They're just like less... You can break. Less fun potatoes, in my opinion. You can change somebody's life if you drop them. It's like, whoa. It's like, But science teaches you got to drop it to see if it bounces, don't you? Will it float? Um, yeah, the, all the, all the happy, all the to me, all the happy, all the cuddly, all that, that is still shit that is designed by competition. Like I, puppies. Yeah, it's the. I don't know how you separate that and and still, like if if we all got along, what's the impetus to do anything? To just evolve. Well, yeah, just evolution would be mine. Like, let's because if we can. Rather than think about things in a financial sense or a who did it first sense or uh, ego, which I think is a huge part of it. But how much? But how like, much? Could you imagine if when we when because we we came upon solar panels, we switched to solar panels? Can you imagine how better the world would be? Well, we're, like we're okay, we wouldn't have advanced, you know, our deep sea mining or fracking or whatever. But in the same hand, had we came upon a good idea and everyone jumped on board with that, I think holistically we'd be better off. Yeah, but, I'm with him on this in the sense that. We're all going the way we're going now, and we don't want to be that way. Why don't we go the other yeah. way? I'm with you. It's like, if you know if it's going to go this way with Trump, why not go the complete opposite way? See where it's at. Get a second politician who goes, you know what? I'm going to be the complete opposite of the guy. Yeah. See where it goes. Oh, how's about neither of that? And stop having one person, which we've all said is a puppet. Yeah. Let's be honest. I would be considered by most as extreme left from my understanding about how I would 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 challenge politics then you have the extreme right but the truth of the matter is which nobody wants to admit neither of us are wrong uh, neither of us are right there's something it has to be a merge between those things so the idea that you're either gonna put in a trump or a hillary clinton even it's though i don't think they're so vastly different yeah. but the idea that either one of those are going to be better is wrong because yeah. neither of them are fit for their job we need both of them no, neither of them are fit for their job neither of them are fundamentally in charge and both of them were put there as possibilities for you by somebody else that's never played the game that and you're playing. I would playing. say there was a huge chance that above 50% of humanity knows that's the case. Yeah, and it's a weird one too with the right. Yeah, 5% are willing to do anything about it. 
Move. But the right, the, you know on the right they want to have family values. What's wrong with that? Where on the left they want a mom who's a single mom. Don't shame her with her five kids. It's like, well, I don't know, I'm not a right wing person. But family. is the family better than the single? Well, yeah. I mean, Papa's got his arm, whoever. You need yeah. partners is better than none. But the left is like, no, no, don't shame this person. Mm. It's like, no, no, stop picking deadbeat. And deadbeat dad's not going to fuck well, off. The, yeah, that's, yeah the, the leftist mantra is not so much the way you're left but more the yeah. sort of liberal concept is pick the person who's the greatest victim yeah. elevate them and then shoot anyone who criticizes them in any way yeah. and this is the the i guess the manner in which i don't fit into any political party is that i'll see the the good and bad in almost any situation you know i'm all for equality see, but let's not pretend that. that there aren't only two biological genders. But knowing like, you, I don't think you pick the bad. In, I think you try to find the best in both. I do try and find the best in both, but in by extension, you can't ignore the bad in those situations. You know, like I understand that people want to be identified as X, let's say, because in the States they now have X gender. <laughs> I understand that. You know, when you reach 18 and you're an adult and, and we deem you old enough own. to drink or whatever and you feel like you aren't male and or female, regardless of which you were born, I feel in a society you should be able to choose that. Yeah, just like whatever sexuality is. However, on a complete flip side to that, to pretend that there aren't male and females in the world is fucking stupid. Right. Yes. And to think that when a baby comes out with the dick, it isn't a male, or not to consider it a male until such time it chooses to identify, identify as anything it wishes to, of which it can do. But to think or to be in a situation where, like you say, the victim mentality to a point that I don't want to assume this child that has a penis is a male is silly. Yeah. You know, we become too soft. And I think that is because we're pitching this left or right we're pitching this are we supposed Look. to consider them uh, agenda or you know or well, we're letting kids have their say too it's like Johnny who's at five which frightens me <laughs> the idea that we say you have to be 18 or 21 to imbibe alcohol because you're not of sound mind to be able to make a decision but you can start hormone treatment pre-18 yeah frightening yeah. well and I know I understand the premise of yeah. getting early pre-puberty because you have a better chance of changing that body I understand that yeah. but that is still a child they can't they can't we won't allow them to say i am okay to have sex when you're 14. Yeah. we won't allow them to watch people have sex when they're 14 but you can choose your gender yeah does that seem like a huge dip and it does get weird it's like you're watching my little pony at long grand for grown men to do yeah. are you watching brony <laughs> Like, you think Santa Claus is real. You should not have a yeah. say in the voting And I'm process. not even suggesting that the, the child of 14 doesn't know what they want. Yeah. But that is a huge... Di I was a dick when I was 14. What? I was not what I was when I was 21. When Ask I was anyone how quickly their kid picked up and then dropped an interest. Yeah, yeah. any interest. Kids at that age don't have sexuality. I don't for the most yeah. part. They're, they're working it out. Yeah, because some yeah. of your sexuality, I would think, comes from experience. And some yeah. of those kids haven't been hit yet by the hormones that even cause yeah. that. Yeah. Especially if you're catching it pre-puberty. Yeah. But like some people, I would assume, I can't speak in personal experience, would kiss a dude and think this feels good or this feels bad. Maybe I'll try the other kind of thing. Yeah. Thankfully, I tried tricks and it just seemed to work and I was set on That's path, right, you know? Yeah. But surely, I've unless gotten you drunk and kissed dudes, just nothing happens. That's the I, difference. I kissed yeah. a friend of mine to stop him from hooking up with a really ugly chick in a bar. And again, no sexual desire, no nothing. He's a best friend kind of thing. He's carried me home naked from places, you know? There was nothing sexual there. Yeah. yeah. But in a different realm, that could have... Oh, shit. Yeah. Like I actually quite dig this kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I think a friend showed me he was he was fucking around with me and I no, I just <laughs> How many drinks before he showed you, Mick? <laughs> no, 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 we, we, were, we were playing chess and he's like, Oh yeah, come over here and look at this and show me two games. I was like, ah oh! and it was like it wasn't like pre programmed, it was like I don't want to say Yeah, I didn't want it's just like if I see a young girl who's prepubescent. You don't like, want to oh, see it. There's this Repulsion, you get sick in your stomach. Yeah. I'm not saying so he's coming either way, is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah masturbated twice and it was awful. <laughs> yeah, you know what you're into. It ticks a box or doesn't tick a box. I've always been a firm believer of the the art is the art is that social conditioning. The, you've got to watch it twice before you know if you're reading it's like that guy getting cornholed it was like whoa the, the sort of Maybe the sort of flat you can hear the wind blow past nothing in your pants moves that's the reality of it it 
you might shrink a bit because it's something that you're, you're conditioned, conditioned to, to yeah, yeah, yeah you're not but it doesn't do anything yeah. for it. I most of the times I've seen you know like maybe you're on a site and you browse past some thumbnails and then one of them's oh shit that's gay porn usually I think it looks funny you watched it didn't you just I, I've I've I've, you let, I've watched everyone it everyone has seen yeah. gay porn but yeah, yeah. The bisexual porn, that's the weird one. You got like two dudes and a woman. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. I'm not into it. Because I thought it was going to be two dudes and a woman. Yeah. But it was like the two dudes together. I was like, whoa. Even, yeah, yeah. The, I just, like you say, it it doesn't tick a box for me. Yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm repulsed by it. But I guess I thing, I also never turn it on to be repulsed by it because I just yeah. know it doesn't tick a box. But, but it is a lot of social conditioning. We're yeah. told if you see two dudes kissing that it's not necessarily a nice thing to witness that is unfortunately is conditioned into us yeah i mean i i don't think women like it to watch it as much as men like oh, to watch women no uh, yeah. you'd be some girls really like it and i've never understood why but i d- i'm sometimes even question myself why lesbian porn ticks a box for me because really when it, you said it never ends but it, well firstly it never ends which is difficult cuz like they just let's stop now kind of thing but on the flip side do I really have to watch this 45 minute video yeah, yeah, yeah. well I never do anyway just the last two minutes <laughs> but it's just that case of like in the, the true nature of it yeah. neither of them would be interested in me so this is only going to be a spectator sport no, but you, you know at least when you watch yeah, but at least when you watch heterosexual porn the, uh, presumably some of that is well I could but be him I, I don't could be doing think I don't think I've ever seen girl on girl porn where they were gay well, me neither, but what I mean is by premise, you're watching two women that apparently are extremely into women. I'm not suggesting that in their personal life they're doing it, the same as gay male porn stars aren't. Yeah. But when you watch that, the premise or the desire or the fantasy is that this woman finds other women attractive yeah. and they're going to do it themselves. Well, when I'm watching that, if I'm injecting myself into that situation like you would be a movie, they're not fucking interested in me. I, no, I that's have true. The wrong yeah. appendages, yeah, yeah, do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, the entire idea of lesbian porn doesn't really make much sense for heterosexual men to be watching well, it's, it's it like the, um, <laughs> do you remember the the friends episode where ross has a threesome with his wife and another woman and he just gets progressively more pushed to the back yeah and i can yeah. understand how because that would be, yeah. it was an experience she wanted to have she and that experience works out she's gay and leaves him no, and I, it's it's kind of a case of well you know there's there's the yeah, like you said, there's the there's the threesome where it's just two people are servicing one person. It's, yeah. There's the threesome when it's a genuine threesome. Yeah, and I didn't know that one when I clicked on. It, I was like, okay, and then it was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was not expecting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just wanted to see a girl get railed in both holes at once. <laughs> it was really weird. It was Instead, this is like a weird conga line situation. <laughs> it really was actually. It was like one in front of the other. Like, I was like, why do they want two men anyway? So she can be disappointed twice. Like princess cream. And realistically, if he's into dudes, then surely, like, there'd be more fun with dudes because everyone has a hole and everyone has a thing to put in a hole. I would assume so. Yeah, so providing that goes both ways. That's I don't too know. Many many elbows for me. <laughs> it's just too I, many people for me. I just every time I've seen it, it's made me laugh. Because it just looks like two guys that are just yeah. really aggressively liking each other. And it like just... they were going to DP, but he slipped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops. <laughs> it's like, wow, they, they really broed out. <laughs> supposed to bump knuckles, not balls. Yeah. No, it's weird on the DP when the dudes do the high five from both ends. Like, what the yeah. fuck is that? Sorry. Like, okay, you've you, you hired some women. I just think post-coitus can be quite an awkward period of time unless you're in an established relationship. If you're in an unestablished relationship and there's two dudes or a chick or two chicks and a dude, that post, like like when you watch porn, that maybe is slightly questionable. Yeah. I well, speaking you, you for myself. You both put your arm around her. <laughs> you accidentally end up into locking <laughs> fingers yeah. and it gets weird. Well, because I think... Movie called Three, so <laughs> I'm just assuming that everyone has... has to porn and then being kind of humiliated when you watch the porn after the fact having a clean up when there's you and a dude and a chick or you and two chicks like that post situation must be quite socially awkward and then you get into things like um, you know you hear dudes talking about things like running trains on girls at parties and stuff like that it's you've turned sexual experience sex, sex into a bonding experience with your mates yeah, yeah. it seems weird I yeah. don't watching porn with a guy it gets weird after it's like 
where are we gonna go with it? I mean, I and by extension, strippers. Let's all go to a place, get aroused together, and leave by ourselves. With a woman we don't like. Wait, I it, don't. I'll, it, if it's the girl on the main stage, for me, it's always been like a case of I need to really just be a bit drunk and focus on her and her alone. Otherwise, I'm too aware of just how many other people there are in this Every room. Every time I've been, I've found it a weird experience. I've, only been one I've, I've never got a private dance before. I Neither. assume that would be different. I would imagine it would be somewhat different, but the, like the last time I went to the strippers, they kicked me out for telling her she couldn't touch my beard because I didn't know where her filthy stripper hands had been. <laughs> and unfortunately... And unfortunately, some of that I can't get away from. Like, she is a performer. Mm-hmm. Um, the same as watching a movie. Yeah. The difference between watching a movie and being immersed in a movie. Yeah. When I'm in those situations in the strippers or whatnot, like, it is a performance, and I know where she does it as a job, and that there are a gaggle of dudes here that are probably yeah. semi aroused, which is unusual and weird. Yeah. The it, whole situation seems strange. And to pay you to arouse me for me to go home and beat off. I may as well save myself 50 bucks and stay home. Like I said, you'll be paid. Like, yeah. Go get somebody else. Yeah. Or something and you get, like, get a call girl even. You yeah. Know, and then you get a bit of one-on-one. Yeah, worst comes to worst, buy a prostitute. At, at least. But the um, thing that always confuses me is I went into one in Auckland and she started to ask me about my life. <laughs> and then she was like telling me where she goes to uni, where she's from. And, and, and you were like, we know you're not at uni. No, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, she. She she was young enough, and she definitely wasn't thick. But it, I was just like, the second I believe you're a human being, this is entirely too uncomfortable for me to objectify you. Especially if you had a missus or something, because then it's almost cheating if you're talking to her and yeah. getting to know her. It's what yeah. With your <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tell tell me how much he wasn't in your life. <laughs> But no, on the flip side to that, I know we're all laughing to some degree, but I do feel bad for strippers because like... Yeah, porn stars too. I don't watch uh, young stuff anymore, like mm. like 18 to 24. It's like, you see those Russian women who are young? I'm like, no, fuck this. I just There's feel, some dude doing some shit behind them. I just feel bad that we, we all have, and myself included, that we have these opinions of them. And then I'm like, well, really, you're no different than anybody else. Like uh, a stripper is potentially showing her, her titties and no... Uh, no bush from what I understand for the most part and you're dancing and people pay you to do it well we don't chastise Angelina Jolie for going topless in a movie and I I appreciate she's not doing that for a gaggle of dudes every night and dancing around a pole but we have this societal hierarchy which makes strippers the scum of the earth yeah I thought they just saved their money but we do all have that opinion that she's the single mother and that she's definitely not educated or she's not you know I just worry about like she's some single mother just trying to get a buck and isn't actually getting it but is it a bad thing that she's doing it like I use my I use I use my body to make money you know, I sit in a seat and I do my job like anybody else. Like a, a crane driver what? uses his body yeah. to make money, you know? The fact that she happens to be removing clothes is the only dividing I, factor. I, I guess we we inherently see a lot of aspects of our own sexuality as very private things yeah. that and we share with people it. we care about. Yeah, we so, used to have Roman orgies, so I wonder where we went wrong. Yeah. Christianity. Smell. <laughs> well, yeah, smell, but you don't get my meaning. Like we used to. You know, the Romans were fast and loose with everything, yeah. and then the Christians outlawed it all. Yeah, the Greeks and Romans. That's how they got guys to fight so well. They go with their their lover, and look, he's fighting five women. It's like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't like, they also have that uh, men for pleasure, women for procreation? Yeah. 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 If you yeah. screwed a man, you were upper echelon. If you were with women, it's kind of like oh, yeah. Yeah, is, um, and then again we took a huge turn Christianity and, um, like you talk about the Spartans they basically lived in dormitories with their mates their whole life and that was who they hooked up with it just makes it just makes me feel strange that society is still recovering and trying to treat gays like part of normal people Yeah, well, the, the, and it used to be normal anyway you know like we we actually took a back step and are trying to get back to where we were in well, in a right. sexuality sense i mean oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's all i be it, really interested in a it's all crime spectrum based i think you basically just gotta live and let live probably like anything else it's a uh you know like you remember when you probably first watched a horror movie and it scared the shit out of you and then with time you just kind of sit there and go yeah well that's that and yeah yeah i kind yeah. of miss that to some degree a movie that just gets in your like, oh shit i miss yeah. being frightened 
genuinely I mean, frightened. I mean, I was drawing an allusion to <laughs> how how you could prop potentially over time um, uh, sufficiently desensitize yourself to the yeah. point where. But um, Howard Dent still scares me though. Who? Howard Dent. It's a merchandise film. <laughs> See, mine was The Exorcist. That was the I've always watched horror movies since I was very young. Always been my favorite genre, but watched it slightly too young. And even yep. now, when I watch it, and the the adult inside of me laughs at the movie because it's hilarious and it's full of errors and it's not really frightening. But that still little child that's still locked kind of inside. That's me with The Omen. Kind of, oh yeah, I remember. I <laughs> I had a nightmare after watching the making of The Omen. Oh, true. Yeah, I wasn't there to hold, but I just think some movies, uh, be it mine was more situational, but some things just trigger that response, you know. Yeah, I like that feeling. It's Me that, too. It's that pre-sex feeling too. You get in the movies when you're frightened, but like the first time you have sex, or even when you're really into somebody, you're like, holy cow, you get that. And I think the older you get, the harder it is to find that. Almost, it, it might even be a similar thing with drug addicts. You yeah, know, when they say no they're doubt. always chasing that first yeah, high right, kind of yeah. thing, you know. Um, because you look at porn, you think, you tweet a little corner, and you... I'm so blasé and open about my pornography use. But that yeah, it ceases yeah. to become like a dirty. You, little you look at what my uh, porn is in a, fo- you, in a folder called porn in the public <laughs> computer kind of. But thing. You, you look at like the shift over time of um, porn search terms. Yes, we're all inherently becoming substantially more desensitized. Yes. We're all looking yeah. for weirder and weirder and more specific in and general, more yeah. odd stuff, especially yeah. specific. I'm yeah. mature stuff now. Like, I want to see two people who really want to fucking get it on. I don't want some guy putting his foot on her fucking head. I, as usual, want to see ugly people fuck. I do. Ugly means natural and normal to me. Yeah. You, like, everyone you look at in normal life, not everyone is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. In watching, like, a Brazzers where she is drop dead stunning. I've you know, never understood accent, professional American porn. Huh? I don't either. I hate the hands in the mouth too oh, why are you yeah. putting your whole fucking hand but in then, their mouth like chicks gagging the and like essentially being sick in, in movies sucking the dick and shit and I'm like well, everyone loves a blowjob but like I don't want to see my missus uncomfortable maybe this is just me as an individual do you know but maybe, yeah. well, maybe it's not that uncomfortable. A, little uncomfortable a little uncomfortable it's <laughs> yeah, fine yeah. you know that's pushing a barrier but... this, this made me think like my dick's 10 inches <laughs> yeah but not like sick bucket on hand kind of uncomfortable yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but it has become the norm but then, like you say, we're becoming more extreme in our beliefs and our, yeah. and our desires. Yeah, like and then we're getting exposure to it as well, which yeah. is probably. It's like you look at you look at cam girls. Yeah. For for every one of them that's completely normal, that you still go into the like the you know inevitably they have like a cache of um, various videos of these you can purchase. It, that girl is simultaneously seems like somebody you could actually know in real life. Yeah. And there's a video of her pregnant sitting on a horse dildo. Like the the maybe that's the only yeah, thing I like. The complete bizarre dichotomy of it where it's like those two things, as far as we are concerned, are completely not able to be reconciled. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because cam girls are even worse. You could write bloody essays about whatever the fuck is going on with cameras yeah. they, and they're making money at it too. and they, they yeah. build they really they build societies out of it but i don't even think why anymore i genuinely think good on you yeah. like yeah, you, you yeah you're at home if people are going to ogle your body anyway yeah make some money on it if you're comfortable doing it. and there's a massive divide between the two forms of it yeah. there's girls that are actually doing it themselves self-promoting they have to run their own um, you know Twitter and Facebook and all that shit and then there's a bajillion girls out of Russian countries that yeah, just yeah, are course. sitting on a camera in a bedroom that's actually a three wall set inside a warehouse full of other girls doing, doing the exact the same, same thing, thing. Yeah. yeah and that's the the exploitation element isn't yeah. it it's the and I think that's but always I've been but I've even seen an interview with one of those girls on Vice and she was like yeah well I do this for five years and I can get a uni degree for free in an awesome car. Yeah, I, I honestly completely yeah. under, like I could never do it myself. Uh, Probably because nobody would want to watch. I think we're all hot chicks. We consider it. Oh, you'd be hundred percent. Yeah, you'd like, be surprised how many it's just couples as well. Like I would. They're like couples make friends with these yeah. couples, and then you like people go on privates and they watch each other screw. I don't. I I've seen a lot of porn and I've watched a lot of weird stuff over the years, but that completely baffles me. 
to me, porn is about keeping that perfect screen between yourself and the world. Mm. You can experience whatever you want, and there is absolutely no reflection of your presence. There's no judgment. There's no nothing, yeah. which probably explains as well why so many young men these days are completely incapable of proper yeah, intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they're saying they're learning the majority of things from... Yeah, it's like a toilet. You don't want to think who's been there before. Because if you thought of all the people who watched this video too, because you can see the number there. Yeah. And like, you don't want to think about it. It's like, oh, fuck, this guy is a piece of shit. Yeah, dick. weirdly, they're not put off. And they will like compete for her attention and tip yeah. her more, whatever yeah. it is, to be able to, you know? Yeah, it's... now, I, where are you on that? Because I look at those guys and think, this, the day I pay somebody to pay attention to me is the day I know I'm a piece of shit. Uh, I would agree. But on the flip side, I think if as with anything else if that dude is comfortable to pay that woman and yeah. in, in how he's doing it and that woman is comfortable to take the money in and is comfortable in that relationship go for it there's too many factors involved I mean we don't know what the guy's disposition is in life you yeah. don't know if he's successful and doesn't want to just deal with shit with the people is shit. he getting himself into debt yeah. to try and but yeah, the, too, but the more you watch those things a looking guy and he just wants to be like I'm just I just want to beat off and then go yeah to that's it and with somebody I can at least connect but, with but that's the seconds. fucked up thing the really really successful girls you're not actually paying them for the nudity or the masturbation or whatever it is they're doing on screen you're paying them for them yeah intimacy recognising you as a person talking to you are directly we, are we not doing that inadvertently with strippers for yeah. a long time or whores you know? well I've, I've heard yeah. with strippers that guys come once to just you know, I'm here with my mates, and then they come back because there was a specific girl that they wanted to keep. Like I've had friends, I've never done friends that. strippers a lot, and even solo. Like I've had friends that would go to strip joints by themselves, I've, and that to me, I think, is starting I've, to get towards like a companionship. Like I'm going to go yeah, there, yeah. chicken wings, and in order, yeah, the kind of sense thing. of so, intimacy. Yeah. Because I go I then, yeah, yeah, it's frightening. I just, I wouldn't have, have. For some reason, we think because we all talk. Other guys have social skills. No. There's some guys who yeah. yeah. But but to me that's I guess maybe you you're not capable of that. But to me that was always so prostitute, right? What's that? Like why like the if you're trying to I mean, there's so many stories of prostitutes you hear, they say, Well, it's actually more about intimacy than it is about sex. It's about a lot of the times a surprising amount of first time people with prostitutes don't even necessarily have sex with them they just hang out with them for a bit talk a lot of cases of people basically cry which is just weird because like i can understand i've never been myself but i can understand people that struggle to meet women i don't yep. mean in a promiscuous sense but just be able to sit down and entertain a female you know in a in a conversational sense and i'm like if you're paying a, a prostitute to do that and she's not touching your dick how have you managed to get over the social awkwardness of paying for somebody's company and I, you can't I, just try and str get over the social awkwardness of striking up a conversation with I, a stranger I guess if somebody misses died I could see that actually they just they don't want to go to a psychiatrist because it's just it's mental yeah, well, they that, go to somebody who's detached from all of it hmm. yeah. it's a good looking woman it's a woman they understand what's going on and they're sympathetic yeah. and she'll touch a dick cause and, you her. or and, even if you touch a dick it'll probably just be like fuck I lost my missus I'm not gonna fucking deal with it. There's no, there's no school for that. There's no place to go yeah. and go. I just fucking lost my loved one. Who? Where is there a place to go? Your other family? What did the fucking the dude that was just doing the missus? Yeah. And, and what do you know? know about a prostitute? You know that ultimately the thing that all the scary social stuff would lead up to is on the table, square one. Yeah. Which, which got no stigmas. Yeah. It's well, true, but I think about. And I've never been there, so which makes this conversation difficult because I can't speak from personal experience. I've always wanted to interview a prostitute. I would just like to go through the experience, and I don't mean that as in a, in a sexual sense, yeah. but like I want to go into the lobby and see how that is done, and whether you have to pre-negotiate what you're planning on doing, or whether so you do that I've when you're in a, a room I've been to a strip club where you of. could have sex with the strippers. In the, so yeah, I'm assuming true. they don't have a pricing list on a wall, kind yeah, of thing. So I'm assuming that. there's a negotiation. So there's the stage girls, and then there's like the I think probably lower tier girls. Yeah. They're not they're not as pretty as the ones on stage they're not as well put together they're not as but she'll put you good. in the mouth but she will walk up to you she tried to basically shove her nipple in my mouth and it i i was drunk enough that i just let it happen and then afterwards i was like wait what no 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 it was a 
big old rock hard fake one too um she just said want sex in spanish obviously but she said you want sex and then mention an amount or i'm assuming that would be a, a once you've said yes you would negotiate because yeah, it I'm wasn't much hey, it was price, like it's like 60 us dollars wow. for full intervals as far as i could tell yeah i just i don't even know how much i would quantify sex like how much is sex does that make sense well, like, how much is it worth to have that because presumably you pay added extras like you would anything else if you want to stick the ass well, you have to pay her an extra the thing that always confused me euros thing that always confused me granted that's probably more as well referential of what it's harder and easier to get girls to do in the real world to me shouldn't a prostitute just blow you because i pay you money i don't want to get on top and be the one doing the work work. yeah Yeah. and this goes back to i think we mentioned it once over um how do you refrain yourself from doing all of the things that normal girlfriends wouldn't allow you to do when you like how do you not become an animal when you get in there now that oh because you because now that you've but now that you've detached from that normal i have to woo the lady and be nice you don't to be able respect to get my dude, there's no you there's no skin money, in the game you have an agreement right. how does straight it, to ask him out on her. <laughs> i'm just saying how does it no, not come straight off the table you know it's yeah well yeah it is weird that we all have constraints with our partners to be like okay i respect what they don't want or yeah what they do so want. you just wouldn't do it yeah but then when you've got a pre-approved agreement and your loans in place oh, yeah, and you've got yeah, your yeah. paperwork you know yeah she, how do you not just go she in there will and assume be, you know? <laughs> she will assume brief you on some ground rules force you to have a shower and then yeah it's yeah. not ah, the same and then yeah, your elbows deep kind of thing there's yeah. no skin in the game there's no i couldn't do it to another human i just can't i just couldn't you own them that's my that would be my major concern plus i can imagine the amount of dudes that like we've said maybe potentially end up just snuggling or talking for that hour and then oh, half hour and then leaving i wonder how much of that is impotence though you know that expectation that you're gonna go in there and fuck this chick you're gonna go in there and you're gonna do all and these horrible gonna... dirty yeah. things you know and then you pay and you get in there and then you think shit this is a person yeah it, it, she isn't she isn't a whore kind of thing you know she yeah, is yeah. just a normal person that yeah. has sex for money kind of thing and then all of a sudden she becomes a person and and that's why you end up making a connection and yeah. and just hugging okay, yeah that, that's well, a weird one. Okay. oh no no you go i was gonna say i looked into being a dominator for like two seconds but they said you have to be a submissive I'm like fuck that yeah nah, i can't do it eh? nah. but so you sympathize with that person when you start wailing on them and it's like that weirdly makes more sense to me to pay somebody to dominate you yeah i don't know but it just i guess because well, it, in normal life we are, we are competing in an egotistical sense to yes. be top of the pile yeah. so then to be like here's 500 bucks i want to willingly lay down and have you like stand on my yeah, head it, or whatever it's, it is it's provide me with an experience that is escapism from yeah. my life that also think about the damage that could do to an actual relationship indeed yeah so you nine times out of ten from what i've read about it people that go to dominatrixes and stuff usually married usually very successful because it's it's about um subverting your own life experience to to it's like role reversal yeah you feel think about if if so much rides on your existence think how good it would feel to feel completely powerless and even yeah. just in a, uh, in an infant sense, when was the last time you were extremely vulnerable with somebody? Be that loved yeah. one or anything else, you know? Like, it's not a, a natural thing to lay down and expose your no. belly kind of thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then to pay somebody and know that They're they have c- controlled control over you. Because, of and course, a lot of it is very systematic. And if this person oh, makes yeah. you feel oh, weird... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's hard. I shouldn't have been the safe word. <laughs> if this person makes you feel weird, it won't hurt your feelings. Yeah. And you can always sever that relationship, move on. And like you say, you haven't yeah. jeopardized a, a natural you relationship. You, you pick a different one off the website next time. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, I've seen a cam girl before that I read through a, like what you could pay for. And it's like, oh, shit you can basically meet her in vegas and seems like after having dinner she'd probably have sex with you weird is that and then i've met friends online they're always different she works at a psychiatrist place true yeah i guess uh, people have lives. yeah people have lives and and we all make our own but, and she's a she's a actual psych some level qualified 
So this is like mind fuck you as well as physically fuck you. Mind body and asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what is? I mean, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did he just mind body and asshole? With AI taking over, humans will always be fascinating. I think, oh hell yeah, yeah! I think if AI even tries to, oh, it's only a matter of time till we try and fuck the robots. Oh, the Japanese are already on that. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Why, why do the Japanese go that way? I never because that. the society is so hostile and everyone is so against each other. There's no room for you to try and actually and like interact with other people. It all works on like pride and shit too. So I can imagine being able to fuck an inanimate object is quite desirable. Even like their love of like tentacles and shit and all that <laughs> stuff, you know. I'm, I'm assuming all that comes down to the fact that you're not now interacting with another human. Yeah. And then the the usual expectation of interacting with a human isn't there. Well, have you ever thought about like obviously aside from the fact that I don't know. To us, I imagine a lot of Asian people probably think white people look just ugly and weird or something. But um, have you ever thought that you could go to one of those just really uh, repressed countries and just wreck shop? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Living in Asia for four years, you see these big, fat guys, they're just, just heinous looking. And they've got the submissive woman right behind them. And like, that, you would never have. Yeah. that person in a western country yeah. and you see some geeky looking dudes just amazing looking women who do everything for me and you're like you would never and what's this. weird is if you put me in that situation and you tell me you've got x amount of money in the bank and you can have that submissive woman you've paid for who was a 10 out of 10 and phenomenal or you can have a standardized relationship where you wooed her and she's only a four out of ten. I would pick the four out of ten. What? Well, There's I, just no merit to I me. I need to a woman with a, a bit of fire to her. Yeah, precisely, almost. Way. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah. I would never want a subservient woman in that sense. Like I, I would never want those to. Guys. Like Trump, he's like, you know, he loves those women. He just dominates. Like, yeah. I gotta have somebody who tries to fight. Not, Fuck not, yeah, not physically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has a brain. Like, yeah. yeah. Because if they're smarter than me, then that may challenges me to be. But, even smarter, right? Yeah. yeah. If if you're not if you're looking for somebody to submit to you, then what you're actually doing is you are using them as an object to fuel your own self worth. Yeah. Tell Which, me I'm right. When yeah. I say something, tell me you agree. And I don't want that out of friends, let alone relationships. Yeah. If I tell you, like I was saying in the car on the ride over, you know, it's raining outside. I want you to put your head outside and check. Yeah. I don't want you to just validate what my opinion is because there's no personal growth in that. No. If I tell you that this album is brilliant and you listen to it and it's rife with flaws, yeah. I expect you to tell me that. Yeah. Because then I can... And he's still awesome. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I didn't say I was going to heed Tom, all of the advice. Tom, great. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to listen to more Cradle of <laughs> Filth with you. <laughs> yeah, well, the... Um, to, Otherwise, it's lie here so I can masturbate with you. Yeah. Yeah. You, you end up just like a cock puppet almost. Yeah. 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 Well, each yeah. to their own, I guess. Was that um, character in the Preacher comics that um, he gets obsessed with the idea of like cold hard reality hmm. and he, he gets um, forced to believe in God but because the guy doesn't specify what God he should be believing in he chooses his own God which is the <laughs> God of meat so it's, he's, he's basically like cold hard by the meat industry <laughs> cold hard reality where he's a, like a big meat industry guy See? yeah um, but he drink dairy he, he basically m- mushes mints together into a human and female body and has sex with it um, indeed yeah there, there was a in the TV show the same character they don't do it the same instead he just mushes a um a bunch of mints together into a, the shape of his daughter who got killed in an accident along with the rest of his family um and because he it shows him when it first happened he gets sent all the all the all everyone's corpses are just in um like wood crate coffins in his office there's like seven or eight people in there his entire like family and grandparents and everything all got killed at once and um 
he like brings a cow in from his meat packing floor and like cuts it open and it just shows his from like his receptionist point of view and he's holding up the guts of his daughter and the guts of the cow and he says i've been staring at this for like three hours and i just can't get over the fact which one of these is the cow and which one's my daughter like it is like he he basically the idea that on the inside we're all just meat everything's meat there's no more importance to any one thing relative to another he's not wrong no everything and the weird thing is every living thing has a membrane that's trippy like everything can be cut into and killed yeah we're all very similar as much as we like to and we're all, we're we're all a array of individual things glued together that yeah. from a distance form the appearance of a single object. Just pretending like we know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's You're an abstract concept of a driver that is actually a passenger but also doesn't exist it's a true cliche just of you know when you're a kid you assumed adults knew what they were doing yeah. and then you become an adult and you're like shit we're all just winging it yeah. <laughs> and then that's you realize that's life isn't yeah, it everyone is just story. pretending like we know what's going on and hoping for the best zoom out and look at the world everything looks great and then you zoom in and you see oh no there's wars and shit yeah being an adult is the best thing in the world it's the worst thing in the world it's wasted on adults though isn't it unfortunately like we, you fail to utilize the things I always said I would utilize when I became an adult. Would you? Would so, you ever, if given the chance, go back to being a kid? No. Nah, hell no. Oh, nah. It's weird. I, I remember as a kid never wanting to grow up, but I even think you know as an people, adult now, it's like I would never people joke about like or, or speculate on would you go back and do it all again if you could come back out the womb kind of thing and just completely redo it? Would you do it? And I'm like, no like admittedly i have flaws like everybody does but i'm reasonably happy with how i fumbled my way through my life yeah got to a situation i'm reasonably happy with i feel like i'm a good person and i'm nice to people that i associate with come on yeah but you know what i mean like i the 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 world i have built is is a pleasant world to be in i i i like who i am and that took a lot of fucking up hell yeah fuck yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and like i was a dick yeah. when i was a kid yeah. you know like, but it re- took being a dick to be yeah rewriting person. and undoing the fuck ups does not make you who you are now that well, makes something else entirely you know instead yeah. of going left you went straight instead of going right and you're now 30 years down the line in a shitty place you know fucking homeless i'm, not 30. <laughs> I'm 33 i was trying to shit a few years so. but you know what i mean like that just it, it, we don't live a linear life nah. so there's not a to answer option so if you go yeah. back and relive it you're not just taking the other path that branch leads you're the branch. A, yeah. leads you're the a different I could still be in Britain and yeah. in a bin on meth a different person yeah frightening and here we are yeah stuck yeah. with me and this has been wide shut um, I'm sure Jesse will have great things to say after we splice <laughs> him in um, two hours so I think this can be a couple of episodes nice um, definitely the first one was what do we talk about just general political shit mostly yeah. and then the second one was just porn and yeah you know it comes back to sex and AI <laughs> we're just a room full of males and there's a yeah. beer yeah. so yeah. <laughs> and it's 2017 2018 oh fuck yeah <laughs> take two <laughs> it's this is weird nah. shit 2017 <laughs> no I I don't like <laughs> I don't like the idea of re-recording to wipe out things that you sh- didn't say right. I don't mind wiping out things that you shouldn't have said, <laughs> but not to remake. The, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we've we've gone back and bleeped things from older episodes. <laughs> I'm going to start re-listening to them and just pushing the envelope until the point you start beeping things I say out. <laughs> Find out where that line is, you know. <laughs> Whenever if I've ever seen Police Ten Seven, if it's ever on and I'm in the room. It's always like, and your name is Fuckface. <laughs> 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 yeah. You you have to sign a waiver for that, you right? Do. I'd assume yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, it'd be, be it'd be really bad if they wrote into the law that by committing a crime you're losing your right to we say no to that. No, yeah. They wouldn't do that here, especially not here. They no. throw out people's faces when they do do stuff. I'm like, he punched a police officer in the face show me who he is (laughs) he's not been found guilty yet (laughs) learn the difference between innocent until proven guilty and guilty until proven innocent (laughs) as you know police is a being a policeman in America is a sport (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like hunting. Well, you, I think they're going to say something horrific like coon hunting or something. No, no we're with yeah. Jesse. Did you mean, yeah. That's the type of thing you bleep out. you got to be going. Yeah, well, this has been wide shut. We should have probably just not had the previous um, <laughs> few statements, so I wouldn't have said coon hunting. Happy 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry for the social justice warriors where all my sister is black. How are you? How are you a black? I'm uh, not black. Uh, <laughs> how are you black? <laughs> how are you a Mexican Jew with a black sister? <laughs> the quality um dwindled in the second hour well the the last yeah. never mind yeah since the last wrap-up <laughs> yeah i'm tony there we go this has been wide shut and i'm sure jesse will have had great things to say <laughs>